to the Do We Love It podcast. This is your host, Dr. Water with Lemon, recording live from the JNA Studios. I am fired up right now, mainly because I just recorded for like a minute and a half, and then Shipbreak calls me, interrupts the recording, rookie mistake on my part. Um, normally I go on airplane mode because the only thing that can knock out a recording is a phone call. Um, any to anybody out there, do not call me on a Friday. Yeah, I get it. I haven't been recording for five straight weeks. Guess what? We're back. I record on Fridays. Don't call me on Friday. I'm not available. Don't call. Um, now I got to start all over again. But I mean, luckily we got a good song in there. It was actually better than the first one. The first one was uh, Gangster Party. Yeah, I mean, Gangster Party is an alright song. It's not great. It's okay. The name of the song sounds better than the actual song. Um, so Sean Paul, greater than Gangster Party, no doubt there. Um, Charles, don't call me on Fridays. I'm unavailable, straight up. Um, I could be podcasting at any time. We can't take the risk anymore. It's not worth it. There's six other days in the week to talk. Um, all right, let's get into it. From me prima oldest. Uh, do we love alarm clocks that have the light that turns in slow, turns on slowly like the sunrise? You and I had this conversation a couple years ago on the t- pontoon boat after a couple beverages. You told me they were great, they woke you up slowly like the sun, and don't give you small heart attacks. Well, I thought I would try it with the kids. Plus, plus when they don't wake up, at least there's some light on and with some nature sounds. Not an annoying ring that will go off and annoy me. Well, I just got one. Here's the problem. It is really dark in Wisconsin for at least six months. The light is so bright when it is pitch black out, doesn't feel, it doesn't feel natural. Exasperated by spring forward, I think I still prefer light to the ringing clock, but waking up to some great tunes, another pun, an, but for another conversation. Great writing. So... The light is definitely bright. That is for sure. But the light slowly gets brighter as the time progresses. So for starters, I would say you're setting it too early because you don't want to wake up when it's at max brightness. It's ideal to wake up mid-brightness. So if you're waking it up to it being pitch bright, that means you're sleeping through the light, meaning you need more sleep. So I would start by setting the alarm 15 to 30 minutes later than you have it set right now. Or I guess people are on schedules and stuff, so maybe go to bed 15 to 20 minutes earlier than you normally do. Number two, um, if it's getting that bright and it's over a 30-minute interval, I'm assuming you have one of the cheaper ones, which I do too, no judgment. 
Um, mine is like a $30, $40 one. And it kind of like the uptick is just like one, two, three, four, five. And then it's max brightness. If you have, um, like one of the hundred dollar ones, which, uh, my roommate does and swears by his is like a hundred dollar clock and his truly does brighten slowly. And you can set it to over the course of a half hour or an hour. That could be another route. Um, or, now, obviously, like I said, everybody's on a schedule, not an option for everybody. I personally have not used an alarm clock at all in the past year. Maybe, I would say five times or less, I've set an alarm because I had to wake up to do something. Um, I don't know what that says about me. Maybe I'm a loser and I have nothing to do. Um, but I also am an early riser. So like typically I wake up at 5:45 unprompted. This morning I was up at 4:30, like I just wake up early. Um typically I don't have anything on the books at 5:45 in the morning, so if I do sleep in till 6:15, I'm fine. Doesn't work for everybody. Um but by doing it, I feel like I've become more in tune with my internal clock, if that makes sense. So when I'm going to bed and I think about if I have to be up at a certain time, I can just do it. I couldn't do that prior to COVID. And I don't know if I would have been able to try risking it because, you know, I got to, I, I used to have to drive into work. Now my day starts at 8.30. So it's like, all right, if I sleep in until seven o'clock, I'm still an hour and a half. I still have 90 minutes before work. So like I said, may not be an option for everybody, but if you do have some type of flexibility like that, or you are a naturally early riser, I would try waking up without an alarm. Just try it. Um, so appreciate the write in there. Um, this past weekend, I was abducted. Um, do we love being abducted? So this was my first time being abducted. Um, it's kind of always been a dream of mine. Um, I've also always wanted a surprise party too, but like, as I was saying, like the Natterhorn asked me about that. She was like, so uh, let me, I'll get, all right. So, so Friday I'm working and then, uh, working Dr. Evil fingers, quote fingers. And then I walk in to my bedroom and all of a sudden, eight dudes in ski masks appear and just like tackle me to the ground. Uh, they handcuff me or zip tie me and throw a bag over my head. So I'm kind of shook cause, uh, the week prior I like had gotten into a conversation with a couple of gun guys and like, you know, gun guys, like if you don't have a gun, then you're an idiot. Like that's just how it is, which I respect. Um, I don't have one, but like, I can understand the perspective of like, if you have like an arsenal of guns and you're like, dude, like you don't want to protect yourself. It's like, um, I'm just going to roll the dice, but like, you know, so anyway, the gun guys are getting in my head and they're like, you got to protect your house. Like what if somebody breaks in, you should have a handgun, a shotgun and like some other thing you don't know how to shoot. I'm like, uh, okay. I was like, what about just like locking the door? And they were like, nah. So now I'm all shook. I think I'm going to get every night I'm going to bed. Like somebody's going to break into my house. Like, 
Like, I don't even have, like, like my, my dad's a baseball bat guy, Dr. K. He at least has a Louisville slugger next to his bed. Um, based on the way he hits in softball, though, like, he's not knocking anybody out. He may, like, knock them down for, like, like a single, but he, he ain't home run hitting anybody's dome off. Um, so, may, so I, even that, I don't even have the old, the old Louisville slugger. So now I'm all shook, and then five days later, eight dudes run into my house, tackle me, and abduct me, all wearing ski masks. So I'm like, maybe I should, maybe, well, I don't, I should be able to protect myself. This is what happens. Fortunately, it turns out they just brought me to a bar. Um, it was kind of like a impromptu stag do um, for the, so all in all, it was a good time. I ended up coming out safe. But, well, now I'm fine. Now I know, I don't know. Either way, uh, I still don't have a firearm and I have been abducted and I, and I am alive. So, do the math. Um, but, do we love surprises? So, I love surprises. I love uh, having surprises. I'm also a little bit of afraid of surprises. Like, like, there's a difference between surprising somebody and scaring somebody. So, as people close to me will know, like, if you, like, jump out at me, like, I'm likely to swing. Like, I'm I'm very jumpy. Like, if I, if I'm wearing, like, if something graces my leg as I'm walking by it, like, I'm on my feet. Like, I'm, like, and I'm, like, I think, like, a, a cat broke into the house. Like, I'm always on high alert. I don't know why, because... For somebody who's on high alert, I'm not very aware a lot, but I always get scared. Like, I always think there's going to be, like, a rat crawling into my bed or, like, somebody breaking into the house. Like, I'm always on high alert. So anytime, like, somebody jumps out at me, like, there's a chance I'm going to I'm gonna swing. Like, I just, I can't help it. Um, with that being said, I do like a good surprise, and I think there's a difference. Um, so the Natterhorn was like, well, did you like being surprised by being abducted? I was like, well, yeah, I, I've always wanted kind of like a surprise party slash event. She was like, well, you've never, you never told me that. And I was like, well, yeah, I've never told anybody that. She was like, why wouldn't you say that? I was like, because then it's not a surprise. Like, you can't ask for like a surprise and then like, you know. So, so yeah, I like it. Um, yeah, keeps things interesting. Uh, let's go to some write-ins here. Um, all right. Do we love the last three karaoke songs of the night? So, I was in a karaoke situation a couple weeks ago. I know, shame me, you're going out, whatever. Like, life will go on. So... The KJ, mind you, outdoor karaoke. I want that on the record. The weather here is good. So, the the karaoke guy let, like, these random people do just, like, terrible songs that, like, don't get people fired up. I think it should be an understood rule, and I think a good KJ knows this. When it comes down to the last three songs of the night, 
there are no rules. You don't owe anybody anything. If somebody like pays you 20 bucks for a song and it doesn't get me fired up, you get skipped. I'm sorry. Didn't work out for you. You should have you should have tried to get your song in at 9 p.m. When it's closing time, we need living on a prayer. We need don't stop believing. Maybe a little American pie. At least the last two songs. Something where everybody can walk out feeling alive. Don't try and find your voice on the last song of the night. That's what the minor leagues is for. Do that at 7 p.m., not at midnight. Last three songs have to be bangers. It doesn't matter when they were requested. And if they weren't requested, take one of the names, call that person up, and just change their song on them. Do whatever it takes to make sure people walk out feeling alive. Do we love that stance? I love my own stance on that. So to all you KJs out there listening in, please let us know. Uh, Do we love players announcing uh, their retirement prior to the season? No, I'm out on it. Um, It's the same if, like, somebody's moving and they announce it, like, two years in advance. Like, don't care. Um, Anytime you have, like, a big event going on, just wait as long as possible. Keep me on a need-to-know basis. I don't want that to be, like, the main point of conversation. Same with... um, player announcements, retirement, you don't need to like get a present at every place you go to and have everybody bow down to you and say, oh, it's his last game at Jacobs Field. No, who gives a shit? Wait till the end of the season, have a little respect for your teammates in the season at hand. You're not bigger than the game. Um, Listen, I know Poppy did it. I'm not happy about it, but you know what? So did Jeter and it was lame. Um, Don't do that. Be Tim Duncan, announce it when the year's over, and skip your press conference, your retirement press conference. That guy is a legend. Um, we have another write in here. This was a while ago. I, I think, I think this was our guy in Alaska, but I'm not sure. Not sure if you have recorded yet, but it's always good to hear the doctor's Lent goals. I gave up donuts. Too many times I'll grab a medium... Oh, this is from uh, Mr. W. Too many times I'll grab a medium iced and throw in a glazed on a random Tuesday. Would also like your take on leftovers. I'm a big leftover guy when it's an Italian-Mexican dish. Something that has substance. But once you go soup or veggie leftovers, I'm out. Um, so for Lent, I, I tried to give up meat and failed miserably. I made it about two weeks and then just got into a situation where I was in the desert. We were grilling out burgers um, and I didn't have a choice. Well, that's a lie, especially because I was the one who went to the grocery store. So I definitely had a choice um, and I just caved like a cheap suit. And then to make matters worse, uh, when we're out in the desert in the middle of nowhere grilling out burgers, uh, they made me realize that I forgot to buy the buns. So I bought the burgers and everything else. We had everything except buns. So I guess that was, you know, a sign from above, like, guy, what are you doing? So I went two weeks, failed. Uh, 
giving up donuts, I did that. I've done that years prior. That's tough. Um, respect if you're still on it, obviously. So keep going strong. Uh, shout out to little R, our newest and youngest listener. Um, and then in regards to the leftovers, I understand your perspective on wanting substance and, you know, marination, if you will. Like, you typically want something that's more wet than dry, because then over time, give it a day, it'll soak in, it'll taste more tender, taste even better. Um, But I'll save anything. Anything that's still good is just free fuel. So I have... uh, yeah, like I said, I'll save anything. I have no problem uh, hanging on to soup. Um, I'll keep the celery from, if I get like chicken wings at a restaurant, I'll keep the like the celery and carrot sticks from that and eat those later. Uh, I'm just, I'm a survivor. I'm a scavenger. I'm a cheapskate. Um, so all that comes with the territory of leftovers. Well, looks like that's all we got for today. Thank you all for tuning in. Charles, I will call you back.